and welcome back to what is the last episode of Live at 6.05 for season one, not forever. We've made it to the 12th week, which to me is unbelievable. I'm still shocked and surprised that I've actually made it this far into everything. And I am just really glad that everyone's been listening and enjoying the show and everything. And the first season has been fantastic so far. I'm it's surpassed all my wildest dreams when it comes to podcasting. And I'm just glad that I got all you guys listening. I got you guys commenting. I got you guys reviewing. I've had some really cool guests and everything. And maybe for this episode, I'll kind of sum up and talk about some of the coolest some fun things that happened this past season. And then I'll also talk about what's coming up in season two, which will be fun. But before we get into all the fun, cool craziness that happens on Live at 605, As always, let me get into the sponsorship, and this week's episode is sponsored by people who say you never visit me anymore. Now, I'm sure we've all been in that situation where you have a friend, or you know somebody, or you bump into somebody you haven't seen in a while, and they say, hey, you never visit me anymore. This thing always, well, it always bugs me when people say that to me, because first of all, it's like, well, if I don't visit you, that means you're not visiting me either, and you don't see me going, hey you don't visit me anymore. You just see me being like, well, I guess we're not close, (laughs) as close as we thought we were or something. It's just one of those things where, okay, yeah, it goes both ways. Are you saying, hey, you don't visit me anymore, but are you knocking on my door three times a week and giving me a phone call every night before I go to bed, seeing how things are going? And before I get into this further, let me put this out there. Club 605 is located in a very nice apartment but this goes out to all the apartment or condo people out there. Do you ever find you're sitting in your apartment slash condo and you hear from above something that sounds like marbles that falls on the floor? Because this is something that happens all the time and actually just happened two seconds ago. That's why I stopped. Had to stop the sponsorship. I hope the people who say you don't visit me anymore don't mind that I'm getting off a little topic, a little bit off track for the sponsorship. I'll get right back into it, I promise you. But I never understood why it sounds like there's marbles falling from the floor above you. Tweet me, email me, Facebook me. I'll give those out in a second. Has that ever happened to you guys? Do you ever just sit in your apartment watching TV and it sounds like somebody's dropped marbles from the top of the floor? I think I Googled this once and I should probably Google it now and I could I could <laughs> see what the reason is. But I know it's happened to people online, but has it happened to anyone I know or anyone who listens to the podcast? Does it ever sound like there's marbles falling from the top of the floor and maybe there's just a big game of marbles up there there's people stuck in the 1920s and they're just throwing marbles around so i don't know anyways back into sponsorship of people who say you don't visit me anymore yeah i also feel like that's when people say that they're trying to guilt you into it it's one of those things where it's like it's like well i'm too busy to come see you so you don't see me anymore it means you come get in your car or you walk down the street or you get into the subway you come to me. Isn't it selfish? It is selfish when people say you don't visit me anymore. Like I was saying too, either that means, hey, I'm busy and you're busy and we'll see each other when we see each other. Or maybe it means we aren't as good friends. Or maybe it means I don't like you in general and I don't want to see you because the people who I do like, I they never say, hey, you never visit me anymore. So maybe it's just we don't like each other. Maybe it is one of those things, you know, when you when you make fake plans with people. You know, it's like when you see someone down the hall you don't like and you stop and talk and make, like, small talk with them just because you got to be civil, but in the back of your head you're like, damn, I don't like you, or something like that. Uh, yeah, anyways, it just rubs me the wrong way when people say you never visit me anymore because I don't think I ever said that to anyone. Because, like I said, if you if we did mean something to each other, we would visit. And, I don't know, I guess people are just saying just half-heartedly be like, oh, yeah, you never visit me anymore. Let's get together and do drinks or something. But if you see me and I haven't seen you in a while and you haven't seen me in a while, don't say you never visit anymore because I might as well just fire right back with saying, well, you don't visit me anymore. And then we give each other, you know, sassy eye looks and we raise our eyebrows and we scuffle away. And as Anyways, we're going to see each other when we see each other. If the universe intends for us to meet up, it will happen. It will be destiny. It'll be awesome, or it'll be shitty, and then we'll never see each other again. And I feel like I'm rambling on, so let me end this sponsorship. Sponsorship for episode 12, season 1 finale, people who say you never visit me anymore. 
what am I saying there? <laughs> Maybe I'll edit that out, but that was a really weird way for me to start a sentence. I said like four different words in one, and it just kind of like froze and started shaking. Um, but what I was going to say is it's amazing that we are still a fairly new podcast, live at 6.05, only done 12 episodes, still just babies in this game. And it's amazing that every week we've had new sponsorship. So hopefully maybe for season two, we'll just have one sponsorship all year round. But, I mean, the demand has been crazy of people wanting to sponsor the show. So, I mean, they want it. They're going to get on here. And if you guys want to sponsor the show, many different ways to get in contact with me. If you've been listening since day one, you already got all the info. But if you've passed this along to a friend, and this is only the first episode they're hearing, let me tell you guys how to get in contact with me. You can tweet me, find me on Twitter, follow me, and I'll follow you back. Just search at Malencamp. M-A-L-L-O-N-C-A-M-P. Like us on Facebook. Just search Live at 605. Or go to Facebook.com slash Live at 605. You can email me at Live at 605 at gmail.com. And also, I told you guys, visit the Podomatic site, which is Live at 605.podomatic.com. P-O-D-O-M-A-T-I-C. For those of you who don't have iTunes, you can go there and... All the episodes are available for download or listens or visits or comments, whatever you want to do. Surprisingly, I've come in contact with a few people who actually don't use iTunes, which I thought was strange. I thought everybody just used iTunes and that was the way it goes. But some people are like, hey, John, want to listen to the podcast? Don't have iTunes. How do I get in touch and listen? That's how you do it. Go to that Podomatic site. And if you go there, you'll also see on the right-hand side, it gives you links to Facebook, links to Twitter. And I have a PayPal account there. So I've said this the last couple episodes. If anybody wants to donate any money, whether it's $100, $50, $5, $0.05, whatever it is, you can do that and you'll help support the podcast. I'll talk about it after I get through viewer mail, but I'll talk to you about kind of what's coming up in Season 2 and what you can expect and how donations will help. But at the same time, I do this for free. You can download it for free, listen to it for free, do whatever you want for free. I don't care. You feel free to sponsor me and send some money your way. Send me a comment. I'll read it. If you don't want to contribute, that's cool too. Just expect me to say that, hey, you don't visit me anymore because you're not contributing money or something like that. Anyways, I'm just being crazy. So those are all the different ways you can get in contact. You can also go to my WordPress. I don't update it as much because I have people that just come to Facebook, but you can go to live at 605.wordpress.com and you can see everything that's on the Facebook page is also there. So hit me up one of those places, and I've got some viewer feedback for this week, so I'll read that. And this one comes from a dear, dear friend of the podcast, Ben Elliott in beautiful Oakville, Ontario. He always seems to be writing us comments every week, so we love you, Ben. Maybe we'll get you on a podcast one of these days. I'll I'll Skype you or something like that because you sound like a cool guy. Hey, John, love the walking podcast. Never heard it done like that before. I hope you look both ways before you cross the road. And any thoughts on the new Daft Punk song? Stay fly, Ben. Thanks, Ben. I'm glad you like the walking podcast. For those of you who haven't heard it, go download episode 11. I believe it's called something about the mind of a madman walking down the street or something. And I always try to kind of change up the podcast and put my own touch on everything because I find... Some podcasts are all the same, where it's just people sitting and talking. So I figured I would talk and walk for a change and change things up that way. And I was trying to think to myself, like, okay, I've heard people sit in a studio and do a podcast. Check, I've done that. I've heard people, you know, at live events do podcasts. Okay, cool. I've heard people driving in cars do podcasts. I even heard podcasts on planes. But I've never heard anyone do a podcast while they're walking the streets. So I was like, since I walk all the time, I walk to work, walk from work. I was walking today with the award winner, Val. We just do a lot of walking. I do a lot of walking. And you always see crazy things while you're walking. Like right now I'm sitting in a studio and I got the blinds closed. So all I see is a Thornley poster, a darkness poster with a naked butt, Beatles poster, Brian Wilson, Jamiroquai, all these things. And I see my closet door open. Nothing out of the ordinary. But when you're walking down the street, you got cars zooming by you you got hobos asking you for smokes you got people just running past you or whatever so i thought it'd be fun 
to just do a walking podcast and it'd be kind of cool you know you have all the cars zooming by you in the background noise and it was a bit for what i've heard so far it's been a pretty big hit i was worried that some people might complain about the audio because maybe the traffic is too loud i thought it added to it and from what i've heard so far people really like the walking podcast so what i'm hopefully going to do season two do the walking podcast edition two and what i plan to do it'll probably be another episode where i walk home from work but i'll try to walk through like i said i meant to walk through the eaton center on my way home last time which is one of the busiest malls here in toronto because there's always just crazy kids with pants around their ankles and long lines of people and it's just always madness i always try to avoid it but maybe i'll walk through it and describe to you guys what i see but what i'm also going to do is i'll probably record it sometime this summer and for people i'm sure that well i know this happens everywhere but especially downtown toronto during the bit or, or in the busy intersection areas there's always people who try to stop you and talk to you about whether it's you know save the kids in istanbul or it's you know donate a dollar for clean water or something like that. What I'm going to do next time is if I usually walk by them and just shake my head no, and I have this whole rant about the size of my headphones directly relate to how much I want to talk to you. The bigger the headphones, the less chance I want to talk to you, so don't even try it. But what I'll do is I'll stop at any time someone tries to talk to me, and I'll record what happens, and maybe it'll be something really funny, and maybe I'll have some sly, sassy comments, and I'll get out of there and hope to not get punched or something. But yeah, I think it was a lot of fun and people seem to like it. So I'm going to do Walking Edition Part 2, Season 2. Look forward to that. Okay, in the second part of the email, Ben says, what do you think about the new Daft Punk song slash album? Well, I'm really excited for the new Daft Punk album. It is one of my top albums I'm most anticipating for this new year. I think they said it's been, what, like seven or eight years since their last album? And I love Daft Punk. I remember the first time hearing them when I heard the funk. Especially the music video with the dog just walking around. Awesome. I love Around the World. I love their whole album with... Um, I, I think it was their second album with all those fantastic songs that I can't think of. So you guys probably just think I'm lying. But when I was reading about, you know, oh, Daft Punk's finally coming back. Just the buzz around this album and the buzz around the first single has been amazing. Like I think there was more buzz about this single than there was for, you know, a new Eminem song or a new Jay Z song or a new Justin Timberlake song. Like these guys have been doing a brilliant job of just marketing the whole album. I was on iTunes the other day and they already have the number one, you know, most popular song and most popular album on iTunes and this is through pre orders for the album. And I think the song just came out Friday. So so it it was cool. I mean We've all heard those 15-second snippets on SNL, and then we heard the one-minute teaser for the song at Coachella. And then it was unbelievable. One of the reasons why I love the internet is just all the people who had remixed the song, and there was a good like four days this past week when everyone's like, here's the official release of Get Lucky by Daft Punk. And then it'd be like, no, it's fake. Someone just you know looped it together or this or that. Or someone's like, oh, it leaked to a radio station in Saskatchewan. But no, it didn't actually happen. So when the song finally came out, their first single, Get Lucky, with Pharrell Williams and I think it's Nigel Rogers is the guy on guitar, the, the big producer from the 70s. I loved it. I mean, it's one of those bands where anything they do, I'm going to like it. But I just fell in love with the song already. And I've already probably listened. Well, I already listened to the bootleg version of the song 100 times. So I'm getting close with the actual real version, which is that close to 80 times I've already listened to it in the span of like four days. But I think the rest of the album is going to be awesome. I love that they have some cool collaborators. Collaborators? That's not right, is it? No. <laughs> but they got some cool guests on the album, like Pharrell Williams is on a couple songs. Julian Casablanca from The Strokes is going to be on it. I think they have Panda Bears, lead singer, who, one of those hipster bands, I've heard of them, but ugh, I care less about the band, but I'm glad for the actual album. And yeah, I'm just really excited. I hope that the album does well. I mean, I figure it's doing well with all this buzz, so it's going to be really exciting. And let me know what you guys think about the new Daft Punk song and the new album, if you guys like it or not. So thanks, Ben. That's probably the longest you know answer I've ever given to a single comment. So keep it up, and I hope to hear from you again in Season 2. Okay, next up, we have a Twitter comment, and this comes from at AlabamaRooster227. 
which is a hilarious Twitter account. I wish mine was as good as that, but I'm just at Camp, so you guys can follow me on there, and I'll follow you back. So Alabama Rooster 227 says, Just listen to the TV podcast. Great stuff. Breaking Bad rocks. Any thoughts on how it ends? Well, Alabama Rooster 227, I will give you my thoughts, and for anyone who's not cut, caught up on Breaking Bad, I won't give any spoilers away from what's happened in the, the previous season or seasons, if you're only on one of the early seasons. But I'll tell you, this is what I thought going back to season one or two. I've had the exact same theory, and I think it hasn't changed since uh, throughout the course of what's happened. So, I mean, if you're back in season one, uh, this won't spoil anything as I'm not a writer or on the show. This is just my own personal thoughts. Is Basically, I think it's going to end and come down to a showdown between Walt White, a.k.a. Heisenberg, and Hank. So what I think is going to happen is Hank is going to finally solve that it's Walt. He's going to corner him in either an alleyway or on the streets or in a or in the house. It's just going to be the two of them. Walt's going to have like a dickload of money. And I don't know why I said a dickload. I never said that before, but... Hold on, before I get off topic, the one thing I've noticed from season one, for anyone who knows me in real life, I don't really swear that much, but I found that I swore a lot in the podcast, and I guess I'm just trying to be cool to all the younger listeners, you know, under the ages of 23 who look up to people who swear. Uh, remember this, kids, it's cooler to swear than it is to smoke, so swear is fair. Don't smoke, it'll be a joke. But back into what I was saying, Walt White will have a dickload of money in his hand, maybe a bunch of blue stuff meth in his other hand, and Hank is going to draw a gun on Walt. And I think what's going to happen is either the last episode or one of the last scenes, Hank will pull a gun on Walt, and he'll say, Walt, you're, you know, your run's over, you're coming with me, whatever it is. And Walt's going to say, he's going to say, look, Hank, either you're going to let me go right now, or you're going to shoot me dead because I'm not going to let you take me in. Unfortunately for Walt and his character, I don't think he's going to be going to jail. I think he's either going to get away with everything and he will never be caught, but he will not have his family. Like I think he's going to lose everybody he loves and knows, or I think he's going to be killed. And I think it's going to be done by Hank. I think Hank is going to have to put a bullet into him. And that's just my thought. That's just the way I've always seen it from the first season or so. But let me know what you guys think. How do you think it's going to end? They just announced this week that the final season starts, I think it's August 11th. So we got a whole summer to wait and go, but I'm really excited. Mad Men just started, so that's going to help the time pass by. And there's still sports to watch. Still Blue Jays. They suck, but they did better today. They just beat the Yankees, so hopefully they'll get the ball rolling. And I'm not going to bat off the Jays because I'm not one of those guys. But even though his team's not doing that well, they badmouth some like 90% of the internet does. So go Jays, go. Go Heisenberg. Thank you, Alabama Rooster, 227. And the final comment comes from Jane in beautiful Winnipeg, Manitoba. Shout out to everybody in Winnipeg, Manitoba. I said this earlier last week or two that there's just been a crazy amount of downloads coming out of Winnipeg out of nowhere. So big shout out to everyone in Winnipeg. You guys are awesome. Thanks for downloading, and thanks to Jane for commenting. She says, why do you have to take a break? Short, sweet, to the point. Thank you, Jane. Thank you, Winnipeg. The way I see it is... I'm doing a pod, I've been doing a podcast every week for the last 12 weeks, three months, and I've been doing them. They've ranged from, I think the shortest one was 45 minutes, the, longer, the longest one was about an hour and 45 minutes. And, you know, you listen to some of these podcasts, like the Joe Rogan Experience or Adam Carolla or Bill Burr or whoever it is, and they just go every day or every two or three times a day or, or two or three times a day, that'd be crazy, two or three times a week. And I think they just have had crazier things, you know, being comics or this or that. It's just they can kind of afford to do it. And also probably with their schedules, like I know they're all busy, but they might have like a busy 19-hour day and then they'll have three days off to do it. Whereas I'm working Monday to Friday and doing a whole bunch of stuff. And it's just I feel like I need to take a bit of a break just to kind of regroup and recoup and re-up and do all these things and come back to you guys so it doesn't get boring or, or stale or anything like that. So I want to keep, I don't want to give away all my good stories. I got, I got some good ones. I've told some good stories already. If you go back to the first three episodes, 
the first three episodes are dedicated to how Val and I got together. And there are some crazy stories in there about Moo Moo Chicks, about Hannah Simone makes a bunch of guest spot experiences on the show. So I can't give away all my stuff now. I got to keep you guessing and keep you waiting. And I also just got to live life. I got to give you new experiences. Like something happened to me two days ago, which I'm just going to talk about in the podcast in a couple seconds. But also I have some new guests. I want to try and get as many new guests in the new season as possible along with all the other people I've had. Like, we'll definitely bring Val back for a few episodes next season. We'll try and get Sean and Dan back to talk about concert experiences. We'll talk about our least favorite concerts and and everything in between. I got my pops is coming by. He's going to do a podcast coming up for season two. And a couple other really cool people. I don't want to give anything away just yet, so I'll, I'll, I'll leave you there. There's a teaser for season two. Pops Malin, the infamous... The man, the myth, the stud. We'll be here for season two. We'll break it down. If you guys got questions, comments, or concerns for him, send them my way and we'll ask him and we'll have fun doing that. So he'll be sitting next to me at Club 605, which will be awesome. And yeah, and I just need to recharge the batteries and just come back and ready for it. I think what we're going to do is each season, because this won't be the last episode ever, I'm going to do season two because I got listeners, so I'm not going to abandon you guys for long. Season one will end. This will be the last one. And then I'm going to take probably a four-week break, which means I'll take May off, and then I will come back sometime in June. I'll have the exact date for you guys soon. And look out online on the Facebook page on Twitter. I'll have some promos coming out for season two. So really in season two, I think I'm going to start. I've been pumping my Twitter and my Facebook account. I'm going to be pumping a lot my YouTube account in season two. I'm going to do a lot of bonus video footage, whether it's for the podcast or little sketches or skits or whatever it is, I'm going to give that out in season two to check out the YouTube page. You can go there right now if you search, I think it's like youtube.com slash malin25. So if you just search the user malin25, you can go to YouTube and you'll see a lot of hip-hop karaoke videos of me. What I'll do is I'll go to the Facebook page and I will post a link to my YouTube account and you can watch me do hip-hop karaoke videos. Did I just say that really weird? I'm going to leave that in. This is the season one finale. I'm not going to take out too many edits. So I said season, I said hip-hop really weird there. So I'm just going to leave that in and just whatever. It's fun. Yeah, so go there and expect to see some cool promos coming for season two, which will start in June. Check Facebook and Twitter and YouTube for exact dates of when the podcast will be back. And then season two will also be 12 episodes, three months, once a week probably every Tuesday, so you guys can look forward to that. Okay, so since this is the season one finale, I have a doozy of a topic that we will be discussing today that I will not give away just yet, but I want to talk about kind of a, I don't know if it's an interesting or funny story, but it'll lead into a funny story about doing laundry. So Friday, this past Friday, two days ago, I'm recording this, this is a Sunday, I got home from work a little bit early, which was nice, and any of my brothers or sisters out there who do the apartment living, for those of you who don't have a laundry uh, washer dryer in your apartment unit, who for anyone who has to go downstairs to the basement, to the first floor, wherever the laundry room is, and do laundry, you know what a bitch it is when you don't own your own laundry in your suite. It sucks. I hate it. But I also deal with it, and it's something that I live with every day of my life, and I've been getting through it okay, so that's all right. But anytime I can get to do laundry when it's not busy, like oh, I have the worst laundry experiences ever. But like I said, I got home early on a Friday, this past Friday, and I looked, took a peek inside the laundry room, and I'm like, ooh, all the machines are free. Let me, uh, let me hustle my butt up the stairs, get some laundry, run downstairs and get this shit done so I can start the podcast. And why did I say podcast? I meant to say start the weekend. And I don't even know why I swore, though. There I go. I, don't, I wouldn't usually swear in real life. But I'm trying to be cool to the kids out there, so shit, fuck, fuck. Anyways, I went down to the laundry, and it, it was just a really weird experience for me. It just seemed to be a hotbed of activity that day, which was really strange. So I go downstairs. I'm loading my laundry into the uh, washer, and there's nobody in there. But all of a sudden, a lady comes into the, the laundry room. And this is the lady I like to call Cat Lady. 
Now, don't get her confused with the other cat lady who I used to date who used to lick my face like a cat and, and meow and stuff like that. This is another cat lady who I know in the building. So before Val and I got together and we moved into Club 605, I lived on the second floor of the same building, and I live next to a lady who had a cat, and she she's very nice, very nice lady, but she is one of these people whom I... Did you like that save? I was about to say who, but I changed it to whom at the last second. Very slick of me. She's one of these ladies whom... And now that I say it, I don't even know if that's the right context for whom. Whatever. She's one of these ladies that... There you go, I changed it. You don't know if she's 20, if she's 30, if she's 40, or if she's 50. She has the qualities of a 13-year-old in the fact that she wears pink tails. Fuck, here's another thing. Is it pink tails or is it pigtails? I don't know, but she always has her hair like Pippi Longstockings. She wears glasses and she wears hoodies, and I don't know how old she is, but regardless of that, I always found that she was always in the hallway whenever I would come home, and she had a cat, and she would just leave her door open, and she would have the cat wandering up and down the hallway. And it was just really weird, and I always just had, like, really weird, awkward moments with her where I would come outside and bump into her, and she'd be like, oh, you know, is is the heat working? It's, you know, the heat went down a couple degrees for me today. Did it go up for you? And I'd just be like, oh, I don't know, lady. I'm just here to walk down the hall and get the hell out of here. And the other weird thing is I don't know if she had a, job or not because on the odd times when I was either homesick or took the day off or wherever it was I would always see her just around the building which I thought was weird but anyways so she comes into the laundry room and she doesn't even have laundry she just walked in and kind of walked around a table and said hi how's it going and talked to me for a few seconds and then she just left and she never came back down so it wasn't even like she was checking for machines so I thought that was kind of strange and odd that she just kind of popped her head in anyways i get the laundry in unscathed i'm good i run back upstairs because i uh, it, it's like 35 minute wait whatever go upstairs and i eat an orange or something then i come back down and i'm back downstairs and now it's a little bit busier and now i got the landlord of the apartment inside the laundry room and he's got like his whole living room set just laid out on the floor of the laundry room which I thought was really gross he had like his bed sheet just lying on the floor and like a pillow and and I think he even had like his kitchen cabinet out there or something it's just really strange and I'm I'm just watching them you know unfold their life on the floor it's not even like on a table or something so I thought that was really strange and within that 30 minutes the washing machines went from nobody using them just me using two to everyone being used then this guy walked in, and he had a dog, and I don't know why he would bring his dog, first of all, into the laundry room. This is a place where clothes are going to go clean. I don't need your dog running in there just shaking his fur all over the place, you know, stomping on top of me and, and this and that. So I'm going to probably receive a lot of hate mail from people who love animals. But anyways, don't bring your dog into the laundry room, please. So he's standing next to me, and he's, as I'm taking stuff out of the washer and putting them in the dryer, he's like, oh, is that washing machine free? And yes, he, that's an accurate description of how he talked. He sounded like a 1920 gangster from Dick Tracy. Ah, what's going on here, shall we? And I was like, oh, you can use my machine if you want. He's just like, oh, okay, thank you, thank you, Sonny. And he ends up putting it in there, but then he went a little crazy. He was just he started swearing at himself. He'd be like, ah, oh, get the fuck in there, you stupid socks. And he just kept going crazy. So I'm like, what is this guy? Like, he has a dog. I don't even think he was on a leash. I think he was, like, holding it or something, throwing laundry into the washing machine, swearing at the top of his lungs this and that i'm just like oh this is so weird and then he is doing that and i'm just like okay i gotta get the hell out of here and i throw myself in the dryer and i run away and this and that and it was just one of those experiences and then i came back down to get my laundry and he was just like oh can i use your dryer now shay and again he started swearing i think he put his dog in the dryer in the bottom because he didn't have enough hands to do stuff i'm just like oh my god this is craziness so it was just a bit of a busier laundry experience than I was hoping for, but this leads to a entertaining or disgusting, depending on how you look at it, depending on how you look at it story that happened to me when I was using the same laundry room probably a good four years ago. So this was just a typical day, nothing out of the ordinary. This was even before I knew Val, so I was just a young bachelor living the life here down in beautiful downtown Toronto, you know, another one of those Friday nights alone doing laundry. (laughs) 
I don't know if it's Friday. It's probably like a Wednesday or something. It doesn't matter. So I'm doing laundry, go downstairs, throw my stuff in the washer, awesome. Take it all out, throw it in the dryer, awesome. No delays, no machines are, you know, busy or whatever. It's a very uneventful, some would say a forgetful evening of doing laundry until I get back to my apartment. So I'm done drying all my clothes and I bring everything upstairs and I put them on the bed and then I'm I'm starting to fold all my laundry and whoa the hell is that? Sorry guys. I'm just what the fuck was that? The fuck? Um hold on guys. So I'm just holy jeez. I'm hanging out in the Club 605 studios. And I have my blinds closed, but they're slightly open. There was just this really big flash of light. It was, it wasn't like light. It's not nighttime, but it's not lightning or anything. Uh, I don't know what that was. Just hold on a second. I'm going to open up the curtains in case it happens again. One sec. Weird. Yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah. There's just a big blinding flash of light that I've never really seen before. It's like a, orangey purple something okay where was i um okay so i'm folding my laundry and i for those of you who don't know me the way i do my laundry i'm very particular i start with the shirts gotta hang the shirts then i gotta fold the shirts do the clothes this and that and then i get down last but not least is the underwear so i'm getting my underwear i'm starting to fold it and then all of a sudden i see women's underwear and I'm like, okay, this is weird. Um, they're not my underwear, first of all. Like, I'm not that freaky. I like to wear just normal guy underwear, so get that out of your mind, you freaks. And it definitely wasn't a lady of the night. And by lady of the night, I don't mean a streetwalker or a prostitute. I just mean wasn't a lady that I had over who left her underwear because, again, I'm a gentleman and I wouldn't hang out with freaks who walk around with no underwear on, even though I am a guy who tolerated a cat lady for a while but it's just it's a pair of women's underwear i'm like okay i guess someone must have left this in the washing machine so i grab the underwear and i'm about to i don't even know what i was gonna do with it. i was gonna take it back down to the laundry room or whatever but as i grab them and pick them up i flip them over and on the back anyone who's squeamish cover your ears or fast forward for the next 20 seconds and any dirtbag dirtball scumbags out there you're really gonna enjoy this so I take the underwear, I turn it over, and there is the biggest shit stain on the back of this girl's underwear. And I just remember, you know, squealing at the top of my lungs, ee, and throwing the underwear. I think I threw it directly into the garbage. And then I ran and took like a cold shower and just cried and said, why me, why me? And it just, it was really disturbing that, I don't even know how to break this down. Like, first of all, that somebody... I'm assuming this was an adult because it wasn't like little kid panties or anything like that. It was full adult, full adult women's underwear. And if, first of all, it was just, I mean, I can understand maybe if you work in the woods as a lumberjack or something, there's no toilets. But this is just like, we live in the city. Like, what are you doing that you have this giant shit stain in your underwear? Second of all, you're a woman. You should know better. I mean, I only expect this from the dirtiest guys. And even then, I mean, women are, are just... We don't, you don't, do, I don't do this. You wouldn't do this. I don't think anyone should do this, let alone a, a, a nice lady. And then thirdly, it's just like, at that point, when it's that large and that big and that gross, you just got to cut your losses, toss it, and buy some new underwear. Like, why are you trying to clean this? And the, another point is like, it wasn't even cleaned. So the fact that you put it through a washer, put it through a dryer, and it was still there and disgusting, I don't know. It just, really creeped and freaked me out and that was luckily it's never happened again and now before i ever put my laundry in a washer or a dryer i always make sure that nobody's left their shit in there because i just hope i don't even pray this upon my worst enemy that they find a pair of used women's shit stained underwear it was really gross and disgusting okay so another thing i gotta talk about real quick and then i will stop delaying and get into the subject matter of the podcast this week is I got to give a shout out uh, for season one, even just for the podcast, I was amazed because I'm like, I don't expect this thing to go anywhere past 
Toronto or even past Club 605 when it comes to people downloading the show. But uh, it's been really cool. I've had everyone and anyone from Toronto, Montreal, Winnipeg, Vancouver, shout out to everyone in Vancouver listens, what up, to the UK, to the States, lots of love in Boston, thanks to all my Boston fans, San Jose, California, LA, Miami, Ghana, I've gotten a couple downloads, so shout out to Ghana, I'm still trying to hear and find out who it is downloading from Ghana, Dominican Republic last week, I had some love, I was talking about that, so shout out to all my Dominicans out there, love you guys, love the baseball atmosphere, half of the Toronto Blue Jays are Dominican, so shout out to everyone the DR. But it was cool. This week, I had another cool couple downloads. And I'm hoping whoever's out there who downloaded from this cool area can email me, tweet me, Facebook me, whatever they want, Telegram me, Messenger, Pigeon, whatever you gotta do to let me know who you are and how you found out about the show. Is I had someone all the way from beautiful Johannesburg, South Africa, which was unbelievable. I mean, that this is halfway around the world so i mean like the ghana downloads are unbelievable the dominican republic downloads are unbelievable but just reaching out now to south africa johannesburg t- to be exact do you guys notice how i said johannesburg there i said with a slight british accent which is really weird i don't know why i would do that but yeah who are you how did you find out about the show i gotta give a big up to south africa for giving me one of my favorite rave rap hardcore weirdo rap groups ever, which is Die Antwoord, or D Antwoord, I think they're called. They're fantastic. If you don't know who they are, have your minds blown. I will post a video for them in a second on Facebook or something like that. So yeah, just search D Antwoord and, and look up the song Enter the Ninja. Best music coming out of South Africa. Although, you know who else is from South Africa is St. Lucia which sounds really strange, but the band St. Lucia, who is my band of the week, oh, fuck. Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. Um, Holy shit. Uh, um, The fuck? Um... Um, hold on, hold on. Holy fuck. Okay, we're back. Uh, I, what's going on right now, I can't really explain. I told you guys how how I saw that there was a, a light flashing through the, the curtains here um, a few minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> I opened the curtains because I didn't know what the fuck it was, and I just saw it again, and there was a huge fucking flash of light and now there are flying saucers outside the window and they are holy fuck uh, I don't know there's some kind of craft space I can't I, I don't know it's not a spacecraft I don't know what it is but there is something hovering here in Toronto and there's not just one there's not just two the whole fucking sky is filled with them. And there's there's just some kind of light coming from them. So um, I, I don't know what's going on. This could... Holy shit, I almost fell off my chair there. Um, uh, sorry, I, I, I've lost my words. I don't know what's going on. Holy shit. There is one of these crafts. It looks like a spaceship. It looks like something from fucking Mars. I don't know what's going on. It just sent out this light. And things are coming down. I'm, I'm going to stop this. Hold on. Hold on. Hi. John here again. I don't know how to express what I've been seeing. But of course, you've all looked outside. And you've all, by this time... If you listen to the podcast, have been watching the news that there has been an alien invasion. You don't need me. If you, I don't know. Maybe you're hearing this 20 years from now, and this is going to be described as the time after the aliens just came. And I can't believe I just mentioned the word aliens because this sounds like it should be in a movie. 
but it's not and it's happening okay um so i this is about 12 hours later since i initially started recording the podcast and after i saw those lights and what looked to be like aircrafts or, or whatever turns out is spacecrafts and if you've been watching the news you now know the question that there is extraterrestrial life out there and we don't know what's going on um that's all i know right now and i'm gonna keep you all up to date so that's that's all i got right now is they're saying to stay inside don't go outside there's all these spaceships up in the air so we'll just just stay okay i'll check back when i know more John again, Live at 605 podcast. I don't even know why I'm promoting this anymore, but this is day two since they've been in the sky, and that's all I know how to describe them is saying they up there. I don't know what's going on. There's still no word of what's going on, but from uh, watching the news, not just here in Toronto, it's all over the world apparently. There has been spacecrafts <laughs> I still can't believe I'm saying that spacecrafts in the air they're saying reports here in Toronto out in Washington there's I, they're everywhere they're out in Alberta they're out in Ireland they're China Japan Australia it's it's everywhere um nothing has happened here they're warning us to stay inside. They're telling us, I, I can't even articulate what to say, but I'm trying to find out more information. And this is only day two, and I haven't left the apartment yet, so I'm just going to pause for now. Hey, guys. John here. Day five, checking in. It's been a, it's been a pretty low day for me. I finally went outside after four or five straight days of just barricading inside my myself. I can't even speak, just barricading myself inside here because they're saying not to go outside. And I went out there. It's hard for me to say. I went out there and I went to muffins and they were out of chocolate chip muffins. It's, it's, it's nationwide. They're all done. John, live at 605, day nine. I don't know if you can hear that outside the sirens, but they're calling for evacuation of, of everyone. We're supposed to go underground. They got some military thing. I don't want to leave. This, this is Club 605. I, that's all I got so far. There's supposed to be evacuation. I hope everyone who's hearing this is safe. Let me know somehow. There's still, you know, there's not much going on out there, but Twitter's still alive. Facebook's still there. We can still contact each other. And hopefully this thread of whatever's going on there's still been no contact with the saucers up there we don't even know what to call them so if you can hear this try and get safe i don't know what i'm gonna do i'm still in club 605 and that's all i got day 15 and i've probably hit my low point so far if you could say that i I don't even know if it matters anymore there's been a lot of looting i was saying The, the streets are just complete chaos I'm not proud of what I did. I I went out there. I went to the Loblaws Maple Leaf Gardens. And I took all the President's Choice fruit bars. They're all that I know that keep me whole right now. They're my favorite anything, favorite food. I just, they always made me happy when I had a sad day. And I took about 15 boxes of them. And I just ran. And that's where I'm at right now. Day 16. Electricity is out. We're not supposed to be here. We're supposed to go to the bunkers. And all the popsicles, all the President's Choice fruit bars have melted because there's no electricity. And I'm debating if I should even be here right now or if I should go to the government military bunker that they keep saying. All I know is I've been outside and there's a weird energy in the air. It almost feels like a musky really thick air right now and I don't know if that has to do with with they and what they're doing up there 
but no one's come out of the spaceships. They've just been hovering around. There's been all these weird lights and colors, and I don't know if they're, they got some kind of poison to shoot down on us, but I, I'm, I'm starting to lose it. I, I keep hearing music, and I don't know if that's just in my head, or if that's coming from the spaceships, or if that's just what's going on, but the sirens are still going. And now there's music playing, and I don't know what to do. I've gone a little stir-crazy. As The only people I've talked to is my microphone as I record this, and it doesn't even matter if anyone's listening. This seems to be the only thing that's keeping me sane, but I need to know if this music's real or not, so that's where I'm, that's where I'm at right now. John again, checking in. Unbelievably, we're at day 20 of this. I don't know how much longer it's going to go, but... We've officially been ordered out of the apartment and into the military bunkers. There's only emergency power. All the power throughout the streets are gone. We've gone underground to this bunker. The best way I can describe it is, I don't even know, some industrial cage-looking type thing. It's just, I think this is going to be my new home for the next little while. All I got with me is my laptop, my mic, and my iPod. And I went from having this great Club 605 to now being in a bunker underground and I have a roommate now. So I mean I guess at least I'm not alone but I'm being bunked up with this guy. His name's Leonard. Um, Let me see if I can get him if he wants to even talk. Let me see. One sec. Hey Leonard, you want to just come over here for a second? So like I'm saying, we're underground. We're, We're doing groups of two for all these bunkers. I'm here with a guy named Leonard. We just met this morning. Do you want to say hi to any? I don't even know who we're saying hi. <laughs> yeah, I do want to say hi. How's it going? <sighs> this is Leonard. I just want to say uh, this is beautiful, man. I, I, oh. Leonard, you, 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 I, it would have been nice to be paired up with a guy my own age. Day 29. I'm still here in the bunker, still here with Leonard. And I gotta tell you, the the worst part about all this is, due to all the looting, I went when I got the fruit bars I'm not proud of. I was also looking for razors, and they're all gone. And it's been what almost thirty days of this. Everyone down here has really big bushy beards because of the inability to shave. And all I have right now is just this patchy neard. And I times like this, I just wish. At a full Survivor Man beard. Okay, it's me, John, and it's been a pretty big day here, day 34, and the aliens, which is what they actually are, have finally descended from their spacecrafts and have made contact with us here on planet Earth. And they had a, a representative, what I can only assume is the leader of them. There's thousands, if not millions of them around worldwide and they finally made contact down here in Kalamazoo and there was a big 30 minute speech by like I said I think Wood's the leader but he doesn't speak English he speaks some sort of alien talk and we're looking for a translator to be able to find out what he said and I'm still hearing music in my head I don't know what's going on but hopefully you can translate what he said because I gotta get out of this bunker. I, I haven't seen, you know, sunshine in, in a couple weeks now, so that's it. I suddenly noticed the body of a parson lying on the ground in a ruined churchyard. I felt unable to leave him to the mercy of the red weed and decided to bury him decently. Ladies, shut up! Damn it, these people next door, they have no respect for the bunkers. The parson's eyes flickered open. He was alive. I hear it. I saw the church burst into flame. Are you all right? Don't touch me. But it's me, Beth. Your wife. No, you're one of them. A devil. He's delirious. 
saw the devil's sign. What are you saying? The green flash in the sky. His demons were here all along, in our hearts and souls, just waiting for a sign from him. And now they're destroying our world. But they're not devils, they're Martians. We must leave here. Look, the house still standing. Come, Nathaniel, quickly. We took shelter in a cottage, and black smoke spread, hemming us in. Then a fighting machine came across the field, spraying jets of steam that turned the smoke into thick, black dust. They've just, for the last few days, been yelling and shouting and singing, and I don't even know where this music coming from. It's someone named Nathaniel, someone Beth, and some, some fucking guy narrating it. The voice of the devil is heard in our land! Listen, do you hear them drawing near in their search for the sinners? Apparently nobody respects the 11 p.m. music cutoff curfew. Alright, I'll give Homeboy credit. He knows how to keep a good melody. When the demons arrive, those alive would be better off dead. Are we going with demons or aliens? I just want to know. There must be something. Yeah, it's called sleep. No shit up. There must be something worth trying for. Yeah, I just said I'm trying to sleep. Goddamn, are you listening to me? Even something's worth dying for. I'd die for a good night instead of sleep. And if one man can stand tall, there must be hope for us all. Somewhere, somewhere in the spirit of man. Apparently nobody respects the 11 p.m. music cutoff curfew. That the power of love and truth could conquer all in the name of salvation. Tell me what kind of weapon is love when it comes to the fight? And just how much protection is true against all Satan's might? There must be something worth living for. The guy's laying his heart on his sleeve. You got nothing new to say to him. Worth for. Even something's worth dying for. And if one man can stand tall, there must be some hope for us all. Somewhere, somewhere in the spirit of man. Damn, I love the way you switch up the music there. But seriously, where's this music coming from? You guys got a record player in there or, or an iPod stereo or something? People loved you and trusted you. Okay, can you stop keeping secrets? Came to you for help. Didn't I warn them this would happen? Be on your guard, I said. Whoa, let's leave religion out of this. For the evil one never rests. I said, exercise the devil. But no, they wouldn't listen. Yeah, I gotta agree with Beth. That's a little melodramatic. The inside them grew and grew until Satan gave his signal and destroyed the world we do. No, Nathaniel. Oh, no, Nathaniel. I'm starting to think Beth doesn't bring anything to the table. She just repeats herself a lot. No, Nathaniel, no. There must be more to life. Are you guys trying to insinuate a three-way? Because I'm not 100% sure I'm cool with that. But I'd be damned. You got some goddamn good mood music going right now. I'm about to lose my mind and come over there. There's a very lustful feel in the air tonight. It's, it's kind of nice, better than that stank I'm used to. Um, am I the only one concerned about Leonard? I haven't heard him move or make a sound in the last couple minutes, so I don't want to alert anyone, but there might be a situation to deal with over here, so let's, let's keep that in mind, okay? Now darkness has 
descended on our land, and all your prayers cannot save us. God, this guy's all about religion. Like, give me a break. Like fools, we've let the devil take command of the souls that God gave us. To the altar of evil, like lambs, to the slaughter were led. Good for you, Nathaniel. Finally setting up for yourself. When the demons arrive, the survivors will envy the dead. Okay, now you sound like a whiny bitch. There must be something worth living for. No, there is nothing. There must be something worth trying for. I don't believe it so. Even something's worth dying for. If just one man could stand tall, there would be some hope for us all. Somewhere, somewhere in the spirit of... Forget about goodness and mercy, they're gone. Is it just me or does this kind of sound like the theme song to Perfect Strangers right now? Man, Balky was crazy. God, what I would do to watch a rerun of some of those episodes. Okay, good. We're finally done with the music. Thank God, because I was getting tired of... Oh, okay, now you're just changing it up. It's getting late, you guys. We'd like some sleep. Dude, all I've been doing is listening to you. Typical Nathaniel, always trying to be the superhero. Oh, Beth's trying to play hard to get. Oh, no, Nathaniel. It's working. No, Nathaniel, no. There must be more to life. There was. It was called President's Choice there Fruit Bars. There has to be a way that we can restore to life the love we used to know. No, Nathaniel, no. Damn, girl, you get deep on me. You were holding out. You got a beautiful soul. <sighs> hey, John, I'm a little tired and hungry. Is there any way you can get me some oat bran and some lemon squeezed juice, please? Shut up, Leonard. I'm trying to deal with the guys next door. You okay, Nathaniel? I haven't heard you in a minute. Whoa, what was that? Holy shit, did you see that? Oh my god, we gotta get out of here. They're shooting down the walls. Oh my god, let's go. Come on, guys. Nathaniel, Beth. Leonard, I'm not leaving without you guys. I, I, I love you. Dear God, a cylinder's landed on the house. We're underneath it, in the pit. Yeah, why do you think I was telling us to get the hell out of here? You never listen, Nathaniel. Maybe if we did less singing and more running, we would have gotten the hell out of here by now. The Martians spent the night making a new machine. You again? Who are you? It was a squat, metallic spider with huge, articulated claws. But it, too, had a hood in which a marshal sat. I watched it pursuing some people across a field. It caught them nimbly and tossed them into a great metal basket upon its back. Beth, she's dead! So, no three-way? Buried under the rubble! Why? Because you wouldn't shut the fuck up and stop singing. Satan, why did you take one of your own? Leave Satan out of this. This blood's on you, dude. Sing all you want, but I'm getting the hell out of here. You with me, Leonard? Oh, I'm not leaving. I'm too tired. You go, sunny boy. It was nice knowing you. Tell my friends I do give a damn. There is a curse on mankind. We may as well be resigned to let the devil, the devil take the spirit of man. Why well, pity the fool doesn't get the hell out of here? So unless you're with me or against me, Nathaniel. You can stay with Orson Welles over here. I'm out of here. It's been nice knowing you. Sorry about that. Be easy.
passed in our dark and dusty prison, the parson wrestled endlessly with his doubts. His outcries invited death for us both, and yet I pitied him. Hello? Hello, is there anyone out there? I, oh, so this is John. I don't know what day it is, I, but I've, I've made my break for it. I've gotten out of the bunker. I couldn't stay anymore. I had to make my escape. I'm now out on the streets, hiding in cover because we're not allowed to be outside. We're all supposed to stay in the bunkers for safety. But there's big military Humvees going everywhere. There's helicopters in the sky. There's still a craft in the sky and, and I don't know what's going on. But I had to go. I had to, I, I wanted to take Leonard with me but I just couldn't do it. He's too old and he just does not, oh my god, look at that military truck. Sorry, I had to duck behind a shrub because we're not supposed to be out here and there's just crazy looting, criminals, all kinds of stuff. The, the the world's just gone to shit. It's the easiest way to say it. Tell anyone who's still out there that's listening. Like I said, Leonard, I want him to come, but he just... It wouldn't be fair to me to do that. Holy shit. Guys, I got stuck down for a second. Hold on a second. It's crazy up here. Um, so what I'm trying to do under the cover safety I'm trying to get back to Club 605. I couldn't stay underground. I couldn't stay in that bunker. I had to get out, and I'm going home. I don't even know if there is a home, but I belong back at Club 605. And if that's the way the, the story plays out, then that's the way it's gonna end, so. I'm walking somewhere. I, it's been swung to outside. I've kind of lost my sense of direction. So I don't know, I'm just gonna, this is me checking in. I guess I'll check out for now, and. If I make it, I'll, I'll check back and give everyone a process of what's going on. If anyone's even listening anymore, I don't know. I think I've gone a little crazy. Yeah, I'm gonna go. It's getting, it's getting pretty serious. I, I gotta focus on just staying alive. So I'll, I'll keep you posted. This is John. Okay, so miraculously, I have made it back into Club 605. I somehow got through the streets of. It's just total chaos out there. What is left there is just cars turned over, military trucks going by, helicopters, spaceships. It seems like a scene out of, you know, War of the Worlds out there, the Tom Cruise edition. And I had to do some things I'm not proud of to get back in here. Like, this whole building was blocked off, but I fought my way through, through the barracks, and I'm back here in Club 605, and the way I see it is, whichever way this world's going, I'm ending it the way I started it which is here at Club 605, live at 605, and I'm knocking stuff over. It's total chaos. There's been looters through here. Surprisingly enough, I still have a computer here with a little bit of juice, and I'm just going to give my final messages, as I'm sure this will probably be the last time I'm able to sign off and just talk about what I can say. And basically what I want to... Oh, boy. Okay, hold on. Um, someone just came in, I'm gonna, I gotta, I gotta go under the desk, hold on a second guys, just bear with me. There's definitely one of the space creatures in here. I can, I can see him. And I'm trying to quiet, but I think, I think he can smell me or sense me or something. I don't know if he has x-ray vision, but all, all the lights are off. If he comes in here, I'm screwed, so. Go, get out of here. No, I don't know. Get your hands off me. Get those, those tentacles off me. Go. Wait, no, stop.
<laughs> oh my god, it's a miracle. <laughs> this is amazing, guys. I, I I can't believe it. He's actually dancing. <laughs> he doesn't want to hurt me anymore. He's he's he looks like he's smiling with his with his tentacles and the Oh my god. This no, this couldn't be. Is it the music? He was gonna he was gonna kill me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there's more where this came from. Keep dancing. My god, I think I figured out how to, how to save the world. Fan healing. Fan goddamn healing. This is amazing. I gotta I gotta keep going. Just keep dancing, buddy. Oh fuck wait. Oh my god, how much Oh no, I'm out of battery. Almost out of battery. Uh, just keep dancing. Yeah, me too. I'm dancing with you. How about we dance down the hallway? No. No, there, I, I swear I can fix that. There's more music. I can get it for you. I swear. Just, just put those tentacles away. Like I said, we were, we were, we were friends a second ago. No. 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 